I'm sure many of us know someone, if not you, who's felt uncomfortable talking about religion and money or just have feelings of shame or guilt about it. Welcome to Yahweh's Money, a podcast where we discuss the crossroads or intersections of religion and money. We're going to go deep into topics like tithing and saving and debt and so much more from the religious view. I'm your host, Shay Cook, CEO and founder of Crusaders for Change, LLC, and our co-host is Vanessa McNelly, one of our financial counselor coach educators. Let's talk about God and money. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Yahweh's Money. I'm Shay, and we also have Vanessa, our co-host. Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Shay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A new year, trying to just, you know, see where it goes. Hopefully it's good and positive and blessed and joyful and all the above. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and it's already speeding by. That's the thing. I know. I know. It's already 10 days in, but you know, today we're going to be talking about sustaining your New Year's money goals beyond the hype, right? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, there's a lot of hype around resolutions and goals this time of the year. Right. I mean, research shows that nearly 80% of people lose their motivation just weeks after setting their goals for the new year. Vanessa, mm-hmm. what's going on? It just shows me that we know how to stick to things. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I think people have really good intentions, but then we just get busy and life gets in the way again, which is just another excuse. Uh, But yeah, I think also we are so used to quick fixes that things Mm. that take time, we're just not used to doing them. So so we don't have the motivation to stick to something. (laughs) No, because by the end of each year, only 9% is so sad. And I'm one of those uh, goal setters say they have been successful at keeping or achieving their resolutions. This is why I don't even deal with resolutions because I'm like, uh -uh, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a part of the 9% (laughs) you know, or the 80% or any percent. I just want to do what I know I'm supposed to do. I mean, how did 9% keep those resolutions? They created a plan, put it into action, and they didn't make excuses like mm-hmm. Vanessa said. They didn't give up. Mm-hmm. You know, the word says, Luke 14, 28, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? I mean, you got to make sure you do have a plan. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about it. I think so many people, they, they just have these, these thoughts and these whims and it's just like, I'm going to buy a boat. I'm going to, you know, whatever it might be. And you don't think it through and you have this idea Mm. and you talk about it, but that's about as far as you get with it. Uh, But yeah, Mm. you have to create a plan. So any type A people out there, I'm sure you are a lot better at keeping your, you know, your new year's resolutions Mm. than the rest of us. Or we're type, I am a type A, but I can make a great plan and then it just sits there and I don't right. go back to it like I'm mm-hmm. supposed to. I mean, mm-hmm. when you make a plan or you're going to, you got to go back to it regularly, review it, mm-hmm. reevaluate and readjust when necessary. So things can go or change or go already quickly from January to February. If you do not go back and review it regularly, reevaluate and readjust, it has to be a living plan, you know. Things happen in life. You have to readjust. So I know for me, it's like what I mean, when I really, really, really with the three reallys, it ain't because if it's just one really or really, really, it has to be really, really, really set my mind to something. Then I'm like, all right, I got this. Yeah. But if it's just like, OK, really? Yeah. 
okay, really, really. Right. You know, but it has to be mm-hmm. that really, really, mm-hmm. really. And then I'm like, all right, I got to lose this weight. I got to save this money. Right. But if I have a really motivational goal behind it too, right. like, oh, I want to go on this trip in August. Like exactly. I'm all hands down, sacrificing, mm-hmm. not buying stuff, saving for stuff. Mm-hmm. It's on, right? Exactly. If I really want to wear a bathing suit on the beach by the summer, man, I got that body that's ready. Get it up, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I have to have real motivation behind it. How about you? Yeah. So I'm kind of the same way, but I'm I'm a master planner. I love planning. Mm. I love making itineraries. I love writing Mm. things down, but that's usually where I stop too. It's, it's like, I will plan, 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 but I need other people to get excited about the plan, um, to kind of be there with me through it. It's like, if I just make this plan and nobody's excited, nobody wants to work through it or, you know, nobody else is like, let's do this together. I'm just going to let that plan sit there too. Um, I feel yeah. like I'm good at creating it, but the follow through, definitely not there because then I just go create a new plan that I don't follow again. So <laughs> We are the same. Yes, my twin. I am the same. And it's as I get older, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm done making plans because, you know, you get to a certain age. It's just like, I've done this plan several times. Right. Like I'm tired of trying to lose the same weight yeah. over and over. Yeah. Gain, lose, gain, the cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired of having, you know, having to save for this. I need to make sure I have a real, you know, a, a automatic saving. So this goal is automatically saved for each year because each year I want to go on a trip. Why do I have to read? I mean, unless it's more expensive, but even still, like I need, I think automatic savings is great. Having that automatic transfer set up. That's one of those tools you can use to make sure, you know, like with holidays, my nieces and nephews, I've mentioned this before, they expect me to give them a certain amount of money because I saved for it, right. you know? Right. And mm-hmm. so I just, I want to make sure it's automatic. So out of mind, out of sight, so I don't have to worry about it. Exactly. I wish it was that easy with weight loss, but it's not. Me too. Oh my <laughs> gosh, me too. Yeah. And I think people don't really think about planning for things or thinking ahead mm. for next year even, or later this year. Yeah. Now. now is the time to start thinking and planning ahead for the rest of the year. Like that spring break, that summer vacation, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas. That's another Christmas, one we can start great time about. in January. Yes, exactly. really. So if you can create plans, do it ahead of time. Just, I mean, gosh, if you do it one year, just keep going, you know, keep just doing keep the going. same thing. Yeah. You know, make it a habit. Like you sit down and you have these conversations. Um, I was reading something the other day about really effective couples, couples who, mm. you know, work well together. And most of them sit down together at the beginning of the year <laughs> and they create a plan. They talk Mm. about what works for them, what they don't like, what they want to change, what they can help each other with. And I'm like, we need to do that with all aspects of our life. All aspects. Exactly. Personally, professionally, relationships, everything, our money, you know, our spiritual time, Mm. whatever that looks like to you, you know, whether it's reading the Bible or whatever religious text you're reading, you know, getting back into a religious, you know, uh, place or institution that you attend, you know, whatever that looks like giving and serving, you got to have a plan for that. It's just, you can't just be like, all right. I mean, you can't be like, all right, I'm just going to do it today, but. You know, if you have a goal behind that, like Mm -hmm. I want to serve, I want to give this amount of money to a homeless shelter or to a church or wherever, Mm -hmm. you have to have a plan for that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and when we achieve our goals, whatever they may be, we change for the better. So we may feel a higher sense of purpose in life. 
which can inspire us to want to do different things in terms of spending and saving and giving. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it is, right? (laughs) This is the part of this that I think we kind of, we kind of stop at the make a plan and do it. And then we move Mm. forward. We forget about why we're doing it and we forget about what's going to be better when we do follow through. And there's so many good things that can come out of this, not just the weight loss or the extra money, but there's all these things that, that we can gain. Exactly. And from that, that clarity and that motivation helps you want to, you know, move forward with that higher sense of purpose in life. And again, we're, you know, this is all about money and religion, but we talk about so many other topics in between there and whether it's weight, I keep saying weight loss because that's a goal of mine. So I'm probably (laughs) going to refer to that all throughout this episode. (laughs) So that is number one, two and three goal for this year is weight loss, which will also help me save money (laughs) because I won't be eating so much. You know, that's true. That's true. I mean, that's what (laughs) I've been noticing too with my grocery bill because I've been trying to do the same thing and it's like saving a ton of money on groceries right now. Yes, exactly. Um, But yeah, but you know, when you think about clarity, so if we're not worried about that big thing anymore, our minds are a lot more clear and we can focus on other things because Mm -hmm. we're tackling something. And then the motivation, if we can create one goal, stick to it and get through it, we're going to be motivated to do other things because we have something to compare to. We've done it Mm -hmm. in the past and we know we can do it and we're a lot stronger than we think we are. Yeah, exactly. I just started reading this great book, Atomic Habits. It's amazing. I'm only a couple chapters in, so, and I'm sure I'm not going to get all the quotes and phrases right, but they talk about this motivation and like habit stacking. And so if you're already, you know, saving for one goal, like you're saying, then you're going to be like, all right, how can I save for another goal? And I'm sure that's not the right reference for the habit stacking, (laughs) but I'm taking that, I'm sure, totally out of context. But there is so many ways to build on different habits that you're already doing and and just seeing, because you're like, oh man, this is already working. Let me try this. Or I'm already, you know, I don't know what the habit may be. Like you already wake up, right. you brush your teeth and you're like, all right, before I go and go get my morning coffee, let me put out my workout clothes. Mm-hmm. So I know that I um, will work out that day. Just one exactly. step towards right. moving towards that. So you can do that financially. You can do that spiritually, you know, and obviously talk to God about all of this. We have to Definitely. mention that because he's here to serve you and not serve you. He, you're here to serve him, but he's here to support you is he what I meant, is. not serve. Exactly. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. our biggest cheerleader, you know, with all this. Biggest cheerleader. <laughs> exactly. And according to Greater Good Magazine, having purpose staves off stress and can help you turn challenges into learning and growth. Right. I mean, makes sense to me. (laughs) It really, yeah. And that's, I mean, let's sit with that for just a second. You know, having a purpose. What is our Mm. purpose? I think that's something we struggle with our entire lives is kind of figuring out what our purpose is. But I think this is talking about those small things. Like there's a lot of things that we can have purpose with. Like our purpose can be to make sure our kids do the best they can in school by having breakfast ready for them in the morning so that Mm. they can go to school on a full stomach or making sure that we take time to talk to our employees during the day to see if they're doing okay at home, not long, you know, not just at work, but there's all these small little purposes we can have in life. It doesn't have to be this big life altering thing. But, you know, that can make us get up in the mornings and say, okay, it's going to be a good day because there is purpose in today. Exactly. 
Yeah, and definitely. And, you know, having purpose of finding your own purpose in yourself. Like, yeah, you want to take care of family and others and stuff. For me, it's like the self-care, right? Mm -hmm. Knowing that I have to take care of myself, there needs to be a higher sense of purpose and putting Shay first or putting God God in Shay first. So I can take care of myself so I can take care of others. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times I would say as women, we put ourselves to the side and take care of everybody else. So we don't do um, that. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was true. I know. (laughs) We suck at taking care of ourselves. We really do. We really do. We learn it too like far like down the line in our lives that we do matter and we can take better care of everybody else if we take care of ourselves first because our mamas did it and our aunts did it and our grandmothers and all these women in our lives they need to do better they got to take care of themselves but yeah putting that saying like you know what my purpose in life is to take care of myself and then everybody Mm -hmm. else and that Mm -hmm. is hard to do and hard to say even say Mm -hmm. because I wasn't trained that way. It's not right. innately there's in guilt. To take there's care. so much, and guilt there's with so that. much guilt mm-hmm. and shame. You know, what are you doing taking care of yourself? Why do you look much better? To no, 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 no. I should mm-hmm. be taking good care of myself, and then it all flows down. Right. But anyway, that's another exactly. episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so increase in your self confidence. So you know, accomplishments like making or many are lacking mm-hmm. when it comes to reaching financial goals. Like we are lacking yeah. when we're, you know, not increasing our self-confidence, you know, then, mm-hmm. or not having the self-confidence, you're most likely not going to reach your financial goals or any other goals because right. you're feeling that shame or that guilt or whatever mm-hmm. internally. And then you're not feeling motivated. It all goes back to the motivation exactly. then goes back to the clarity. So it's all connected. Yeah. And if you don't have that mm-hmm. self-confidence, that's when we say, you know what? Like, I'm never going to do this anyway. I'm just going to go order pizza or I'm going to spend my money on X, Y, Z because it doesn't matter because I'm not going to get there anyway. Mm. So that self-confidence also helps us to achieve more goals because we're like, you know yeah. what? I don't need this. I can do this without, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever that might be, <laughs> um, because we know we've got it and we don't need exactly. those things to be happy. And I, in sense of control, always tell people discipline, self-control, sacrifice are all important in accomplishing financial goals. There has to be self-control as part of that equation, because then like you're saying, Vanessa, you're just going to be out there doing whatever and not even trying to make a difference or change or, or accomplish a goal because you Mm -hmm. have no Mm self-control, which is very, very important. And then realizing to me is the sacrifice is huge. Like I'm disciplined, self-control. I pretty much got that in most of my life. Yeah. Except sometimes, you know, I don't know, because I always go back to the cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's mm-hmm. a self-control issue. <laughs> but then it's like sacrificing, like, all right, you can do one cheeseburger every yeah. few weeks or quarter, but, yeah. you know, sacrifice that cheeseburger and eat that salad without all that dressing. Right. That's going to pay, you know, many benefits in yeah. the future, health-wise, weight-wise, and right. so forth. So that sacrifice is huge. And that's something, you know, sacrifice and self-control. I think that is something we struggle with a lot. Because a Mm. lot of us don't know the difference between needs and wants. (laughs) You know, there are so many people who are like, I need a very nice sports car. And the Mm. reality is, is yes, you need a car to get to and from work, but you do not need the fancy sports car. It, you know, it's something that we've imposed on ourselves. So Mm. we have to learn what sacrifices. And I think as people are coming up and, um, you know, you're, you have teenagers and young adults who don't see the, the stepping stones of, mm-hmm. I need to work my way up to things. 
And they see, okay, everybody has a nice car. Everybody has a nice house, which is not the truth. Uh, The reality is is the bank owns the house. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. And the car. Exactly. And the jewelry and everything else. They don't own nothing. It's all fake. Exactly. (laughs) But they don't understand that sometimes and most of the time it takes sacrifice to get there. We have to do without one thing so we can have another thing. And it's okay. And the sacrifice, mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, exactly. And that hard work is sacrifice. It is. It you sure have is. to work your behind and put in the work mm-hmm. and the time and the energy and sometimes even the money to get yeah. where you need to be. It's investing exactly. in yourself mm-hmm. and it takes time. It's okay to have the beater and then the Ford and right. then the Audi or Mercedes or Tesla or whatever. Right, but you right. got to step in. You got to, like Vanessa's saying, you got to step into it. Mm-hmm. You don't just come out of the womb and get yeah. into a Tesla or a right. Mercedes or whatever, Lamborghini. <laughs> you don't know. Some of us do, but no, I'm just kidding. You 20-year-olds, uh, right, you freaking right. millennials, you now <laughs> Generation Zers. I'm sorry. I, we need to do a whole episode oh, on the generations to. because <laughs> there is a whole issue, as you know I feel, about these youngins coming out here like, oh, okay. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna get a job and make a million dollars tomorrow. Yeah, don't happen. Right. Even the YouTube star people, they take their time. Yeah. yeah. Justin Bieber didn't come out and just make a million dollars. Like, and come he on, people. Sacrificed a lot to get to where he's <laughs> so at. So much. Yeah. Yeah. I was hearing about Bow Wow. Remember the little mm-hmm. Bow Wow now Bow Wow, the rapper. Yeah. He was talking about how he didn't get to go to prom and do all these things. Like that dude mm-hmm. was rapping with Snoop Dogg when he was like four. Or five or whatever. He was very young. Right. And it's like he didn't get to experience all these joys that these Mm -hmm. kids get to because he had to work. He had to be in the studio. He had to be out on tour with Snoop Dogg and them. Like he didn't have to, but he chose that. And so that why that's why he's able to have the nice things now. Mm -hmm. That was like 20, 30 years ago. Exactly. So it's just like I don't know. I just sorry. Yeah, we practice (laughs) self-control too. And then it's like we it's it's second nature to us. The self-control yeah. is second nature. And we don't feel yeah. like we're sacrificing anymore because we understand that you have to give up one thing to get another. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, we already kind of went in this, but improve focus and productivity. To me, that's work. That's that is working hard. Yeah. You have to have that focus on that yeah. goal, that mindset and mindset and know that it has to be that prioritization of those goals mm-hmm. and they have to be efficient and realistic. We always talk about the smart goals. They have to be specific and measurable and attainable right. and realistic and timely. You know, you're not just going to, even though I kind of said this to my daughter on accident and she ran with it and now I realize it was an accident. <laughs> you're not going to come out of college making 50, 70, 80. Some people do, but the majority does not come right. out with a bachelor's making that kind of money. Right. And so you have to realize you might have to volunteer. You might have to do an internship or whatever it may look like, or just take a job making 15, $20 an hour. You're not going to come out making that kind of money. So you have to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if we are improving, you know, efficiency and, you know, we know how to prioritize things that we can make choices and focus on what's Mm -hmm. important first and know that sometimes other things are going to fall off, but it's okay because we Mm -hmm. get those important things done. The things that really, really matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you really will find you can accomplish more financial goals in less time while also achieving better quality results when you're focused and 
caught in and having that sacrifice yeah, and yeah. all of these things we're talking about, which leads into enhanced resilience. You become more resilient when things don't pop off the way you want. You're like, oh, I want to save for this, but my car broke down. I had to use my savings. You know, I always hear people like, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to save if I always got to use my savings? Right. Well, I mean, eventually the equation works out and you will have the savings. But sometimes exactly. you should yeah. just look at it as like, thank God I got the savings to pay mm-hmm. for my car or my refrigerator or whatever broke down, right. you know, and right. maybe you have to move that trip back from yeah. August to October. Right. I don't know. Right. But, you know, it's okay. That's just the way things happen. And so, but you become more resilient yes. with that and adapt. Exactly. Sort. And this is something that mm-hmm. I feel like I've been taught a lot in my life is the whole resiliency <laughs> yeah. aspect because, you know, I was able to, or I had to struggle a lot when I was younger. And, you know, my parents were always like, we didn't know. And it was like, it's okay that I had to struggle when I was in college and when Mm. I was younger and do without, because there have been times in my life where I've had to struggle again. And I had the resiliency to do that. And I knew how to do it because I'd been through it before and it didn't seem as hard because I understood and I knew that I could still have a good life on less because I was resilient and I had done it before. Mm. And it's just that muscle memory. You know, you can go back to mm-hmm. the simple things and you're okay and you're just as fulfilled, but you're also exactly. making progress. You're making progress and you're adapting to it mm-hmm. and learning problem solving skills, all of the above, right? And right. the resilience is the key because like you said, that muscle memory, but also being grateful for the challenges in life and being able to persevere because then it's like, I've always got stuff going on. Yeah. But guess what? You're building up this resilience. You're going to, you're going to, you're coming out good and strong on the other end. God's going to use all of that for your good. That's in the word people. So it's like, you know, it's just, it's important to be grateful. Even when we're going through those challenges, you're going to go through the storm and you're going to come out. You're going to build up that muscle memory. You're going to be strong. Mm -hmm. You're going to be resilient. And that's the same with goals. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're like, man, I just can't keep, I can't continue down this path. Like I'm always building up a savings and using it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that's what it's for. But also eventually like you're going to break through all of that and you're going to be able to build up that savings and then hopefully invest and build a better future, wealth, whatever it looks like for you, legacy. And, you know, it's all comes from that resilience and that persistence. Right. And if we keep Mm -hmm. finding ourselves back in the same place, then obviously we're not learning the lesson throughout (laughs) all of this. I used to always say that too. Yes. Yes. So there's a lesson that's to be learned with all this. And it's, you know, we can have nice things and we can do wonderful things and we can have, you know, these great memories and moments, but Mm -hmm. there still has to be sacrifice with some of this. And it's so hard for us to know that we can't have everything. You know, we have to pick and choose and it's okay to pick and choose. So we have to know that from the get go that we can have nice things. We can do wonderful things, but we can't do or have it all. Nobody can do that. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, in Proverbs 13, 4, it says a sluggard's uh, appetite is never filled, but the desires of the diligent are fully satisfied. So continue to be diligent, persevere, persistent and grateful, you know, and then comes through all that is greater satisfaction and well-being. You'll have a sense of fulfillment, reduce stress, right? Mm-hmm. And a sense of fulfillment fuels motivation, which encourages people to pursue their goals, take on new challenges, and continue to seek personal growth. That's a lot. Right? Yeah, that's a lot it's to a take lot. in. That's a lot to take in, Jay. That's a lot for yeah, us to have to, you know, but sit on that 
meditate on those words. And, you know, that's Mm. the thing about all this. We can get through all this. And especially if we have help, which we do, because God is there to help us with all of this, you know, he is there to help us succeed and he wants us to succeed with us. Truly does. If your financial goals align with the Bible and God, God will pave the way for you to be successful in achieving them. So he's there to support us. We're there to serve him. We are stewards of this. We really are just managers. We don't own none of this. We own nothing. Because guess what? When we die, you can't, like my dad said, we die, you can't take it with Mm -mm. you. You really can't, you can't take, you you struggling and trying to get all this stuff and then you die and you can't, you get in heaven, hopefully. And then you're there and you're like, I don't have none of that stuff. None right. of that. I'm just here. Right. My spirit. That's it. I can't, I can't take none of that with me. And I'm, I was down on earth, worried about all this stuff. Right. And now I'm missing my family. Right. <laughs> hopefully you, you get should, to heaven. You right. don't miss your family. Right. But you know what I mean? But like I, I should have. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you use your time for those things versus for the relationships that really matter. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Wow. What a great episode. Any final thoughts? You know, I just say keep working towards your goals. And mm-hmm. if you need help, there is help out there. And I bet you anything, you know, somebody else who has the same goal as you and you guys can help <laughs> each other achieve them. Exactly. And Crusaders for Change is here to help you, especially in the new year or any time of the year to help you with your financial goals. And we're just here to support you. So thank you for joining us today. You can tune into current and future episodes of Yahweh's Money wherever podcasts are found, including Apple, Google, and Spotify. And remember, it's always better Yahweh's way. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed our deep dive into the crossroads of religion and money. Also, we would love to hear your feedback on today's episode. So please leave us a review or just tell us what's on your mind. And remember to follow our podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions of topics for us to discuss, please email us at Yahweh at Crusaders, the number four change.org. To hear all of Yahweh's money latest episodes, please visit us at www.crusaders, the number four change.org or wherever podcasts are found. God bless.